When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Good morning and happy Thursday to everyone. Hope everyone is having a great week. Uh, today, we uh, kind of have a great topic today, and I'm really looking forward to this because, as many of you know, I'm a big uh, fan of habits and disciplines, and we're going to be talking just about that today uh, with our guests. But before we start, I, anybody that is new to Sustainable Success, I uh, did want to let you know that we do have a Facebook page, and you can find us always on Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017 in addition to the Voice America Influencers channel. There you're going to find any of our past episodes with the many great guests that we've had on talking on various topics around sustainable success that pertain to your business, your well-being, and your relationships. So uh, I did want to let everybody know that it's also listening. If you happen to be in the Reno area or a short flight to Reno, we strongly encourage you to come out to the Success GPS event. That will be in Reno at the El Dorado Casino Resort Hotel. Uh, matter of fact, the guests that we have on today will be speaking there. I will be as well. And we'll have many other great experts that will be talking on how to take your business to the next level and f- filling you in on some inside secrets to how to go about doing that. So again, it's the Success GPS event, 2018 event in Reno at the uh, El Dorado Casino Resort Hotel, June 22nd through the 24th. Check it out online, and we definitely encourage you to be there. So today, we're going to be talking about making personal development personal again. And uh, we we have a guest named Paul Blanchard. I had an opportunity to meet Paul at City Gala City Summit this past March, and I was really intrigued with his talk uh, during the summit. Uh, and he is the president of the Augmundino Leadership Institute, considered a habit dynamics expert. Paul has spent the last 12 years as a professional speaker corporate trainer, business leader, and coach focused on inspiring and teaching creators, entrepreneurs, and independent thinkers how to increase performance, income, and fulfillment. The Augmundino Leadership Institute now has a proprietary technology called the Habit Finder Profile. This is trademarked, by the way. The profile goes below the surface of personality, attitude, aptitude, and tendencies to scientifically measure with laser accuracy the very habits of thinking hidden habits. Should be noted that in, 19, in 2010, Paul accepted an invitation to join the iconic Jack Welch, former CEO of General Electric, and building one of the top executive MBA programs in the world. Paul was responsible for growing the program by over 40% year over year at a time when most MBAs were shrinking or even closing their doors. I want to formally uh, welcome today Paul Blanchard to the show. Paul, how are you doing? I'm great, Chris. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely. And, you know, I, this is a subject I really, really want to get into today. I really something dear to my heart because I'm a definite believer in, you know, what you talk about making personal development personal again, because I feel over the years it's gotten to the point where it's all about marketing, right? It's, you know, Mm. well, that's a good thing. You know, we want to sell, we want to help people, but if it's spun in a way that it's all about marketing, then it, it really isn't personal anymore. It's not really aligning with with somebody that where they could see the, the exact need for it. So I want to talk to you a little bit about your insight on 
on where personal development is going, how that aligns with business, and how we can make it personal again. Makes sense. Okay. Absolutely. I, I, I love that you're united behind this. That's definitely a big reason why you and I were, were uh, attracted to each other in terms of when you've been in this industry long enough, Chris, you, you kind of know when you're, when you're working with the real deal pretty quick, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, uh, coming from the right places and, and making this really personal has been, been our mission. It, it really started, um, I have to give the credit to about 50 years ago, uh, when Og Mandino uh, wrote The Greatest Salesman in the World in 1968, which has sold over 25 million copies. It turned the personal development world on its head. It wasn't interviews with wealthy people of the day. It wasn't strategy. It, it wasn't tips and tricks um, or even flowery. It was literally, as, as Og wrote in The Greatest Salesman, it was the wisdom of the ages, the, the grapes of wisdom that had been uh, pressed and pushed into the most important things to live by. Um, and, and it was just an amazing start to shifting the focus and what really matters. And Og went on to write over a dozen other books and sold over 50 million copies of them. But that one started it. And that one was all about what you and I are so in love with because of the way it served us in our life. And that's habits. Habits are everything. And, and being able to grab onto habits, being able to understand habits, being able to shape habits on the level that, that we're able to get to, that's really where we get to make personal development personal again. Because as you and I know, Chris, it's not about how someone gets to success. It's about how that individual human being uniquely shaped in their life gets to success. We can harp all day long about well, the way to get there is to turn left on Washington Street and then turn right on Center Street, like the GPS to get there. But, but if, if we're two towns away, we're going to resonate with that because it's truth. It's real. Those principles are, are, are what we should follow. But how do we get them to Washington Street? How do we get them in the car sometimes um, and, and get some fuel in there for them to get there? And that's really been, been our, our intimate focus. Absolutely. So what I wanted to ask you, Paul, like in terms of habits, sometimes people feel they have, you know, the right habits in place, but they might be not where they want to be. And a lot of times that, that's because of how they view a habit, that a habit isn't something you do once in a while. It's something that's consistent. Talk a little bit about the importance of being consistent when it comes to habits and disciplines. Absolutely. You, you bring up a really interesting point because I hear this a lot. I've got the right habits. I'm just not seeing the results. Well, I'm sorry to say, but that's mathematically impossible. It, it's impossible to have the right habits and not have the right results. It's very possible to have the habits you think that you have or you think that you'd like to have and not have the results that you were anticipating or expecting. And that causes a major disruption in people's consistency. We rely heavily on our conscious mind. Our conscious mind, Chris, only has about 80,000, 80,000 conscious thoughts a day. Yeah. Interestingly enough, you talk about consistency, about 83% of those are the same thoughts we had the day before. But our unconscious mind has one to two million thoughts a day. And, and with, the, with the technology we created, we want to be able to measure, because that's what Og was talking about 50 years ago. He's ta- he, he, the words he used specifically were the other mind that creates our dreams and never sleeps 
and then gets a little chilling and makes us act in ways we do not comprehend. That's where consistency is created. When a habit goes from a cognitive acknowledgement to something that has a deeper connection. Now, I I study this stuff for years. I'm still have to even have worked with the Habit Finder for 15 years, blown away by what it can measure. And so, I want to be really simple here, so I don't I don't lose any of sure, our sure. No, absolutely. There are there are three levels to life mathematically. There's an internal level. There's an external level. And then there's the ideas and the structure that pull it all together. And the internal or the intrinsic, as everyone from Malcolm Gladwell to John Maxwell to Tony Robbins, the intrinsic is not just the most valuable because it feels good or because gurus have said it is, but mathematically it's proven it's the most important, the intrinsic, the internal. The external is the way we manifest it. And then the systems or the ideas is how we weave all those things together. And most people... Are, are working on external habits and they aren't connecting the intrinsic or the, the systemic, it's called, of the ideas and the systems and the structure that, that is required to find that consistency. And so creating a habit, and especially a consistent one, which is what makes it a habit, I, I think the easiest way, Chris, to consider a habit is it's something that's harder to not do than to do. That's when, that's when it's become a habit. And the consistency is a three-legged stool if you can't measure and you can't address all three of those areas in the habit you're trying to create consciously and be able to break down and eliminate the conscious and unconscious barriers in all three areas, that's why so many people feel like they're driving down the road or down the freeway stuck in first gear or they feel like they're, they're sitting on a two-legged stool or whatever the case is because that's that's where we are marrying science and intuition to go deeper and personal and personal development. Because if you don't have all three, mathematically it's incomplete. And that's yeah. nothing that's incomplete can be consistent. That is so true. And I think, like you said, I mean, that a lot of people are just not aware because they're, they're in their conscious mindset, you know, and, you know, subconsciously there's so much more going on and that they're not making that connection. So talk a little bit about, like, if somebody, like, you know, we have many different people that listen to the show, from entrepreneurs, sales professionals, uh, there could be corporate business leaders, you know, people that have a, more of an interest on the wellness side, because we incorporate wellness. And all of these obviously factor in habits. And people, you know, have what they would deem to themselves have habits. How can they go about really perfecting these habits, what you're talking about here, and how they can align mm-hmm. that with the subconscious mindset? Great, great question. I love that. And the first answer is one that gets me in trouble sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it just it 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 goes against the grain of the way this industry has been shaped over the last couple decades. And that is that personal development has become a philosophical battle. It's become a philosophical uh, pageant, a philosophical marketing game. It's all philosophical. It's it's all breakthroughs and ahas and. I'm sorry, but breakthroughs and ahas, they, they, that's nothing. That doesn't exist. That's just a, a feeling and oftentimes a fleeting one that we experience as a, as a quick dopamine hit or, uh, or whatever the case is, norepinephrine, that anesthetizes real growth. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to be totally polarizing, although there's, there is some, some healthy perspective in, in doing so in the first place, but... I, I, I'm a big fan of ahas, but what did you do with it? Well, I'm a there big you fan go. Of a it's, breakthrough. It's, 
but what did you leave behind because you yeah. perceived that there was something you that was broken you needed to break through? And so the, the first thing in answer to your question, Chris, is the number one challenge, the number one reason personal development doesn't work as well for people as it should is that they believe it's a philosophical game when it's not. It is a biological game. You don't need to be a biologist or a neurologist to be able to develop yourself but if you don't have the frame or the context of what is required, if you don't understand even at the, its simplest form that you are not just doing things differently, you are creating new neural pathways. And if that's over your head or you, you don't grab onto that concept, that right there is the core reason personal development is not working for you in terms of creating wealth, better relationships, deeper intimacy, more of an opportunity to make a difference is because personal development at its core is biological and philosophically supported. That makes sense. Because when you talk about the philosophical, you know, it, it's more kind of a, you're thinking, right? It's a mindset thing. And mindset's very important. That, that's a starting point. But at some point, you got to apply the action. And you talked about, you know, when people could go to a, an event, and I'm not going to hear to name certain gurus out there. That's not why we're on here. But you know, a lot of times there's a lot of that rah, 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 and you feel really pumped up. You come back, you know, my life's going to change. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do this. and I'm going to take my business to another level. And then people, you know, after a few days, after that subsides, go right back to the, those same habits that were, that got them to where they are right now and nothing changed because they didn't apply any of it. They thought about it, mm -hmm. but they didn't apply it. So the way I'm reading is that, that it, you know, it's philosophical first, but then it's got to be, it's got to relate to the biological side that you have to apply it. Is that the way I'm reading it? Yeah, you've got to, like the, the philosophical can be like the spoonful of sugar, like Mary Poppins yep. to help the medicine go down, <laughs> but you, you got to have medicine. You got to have the right dose. You've got to know where it's yeah. going. You said something really, really intriguing to me. It just buzzed me, um, was mindset. I mean, it's a rhetorical question, but what is mindset? Most people have no idea what that really, it's like, it's like cryptocurrency. The people who really understand it are killing it right now, but the majority of the population have no idea what mindset really means, what it is, yep. and it becomes this mystical currency that we trade in personal development that never actualizes in someone's bank account very, until we very can understand the relationship that these two things play. Very good analogy with that. Excellent. So talk about like like a mindset like if when you know what would be some of the views when people think of mindset you know they may have that typical thing like you got to be in the right frame of mind you got to be positive you know the typical stuff what would be like you know the difference being you know when you talk about somebody in cryptocurrency that's killing it they, obviously they have an insight they understand the algorithm of what might be going on and certain things in and out they've really studied uh, you know how it works whereas I think mm -hmm. with mindset people just have this you know this you know, view of it, like what is portrayed in the media, but talk a little bit about what it, what it really does mean that people may get a, gain a better understanding. Absolutely. Mindset is for a lot of people. I love how you're bringing this together is an essence for a lot of people. Yeah. And we got about Whereas a minute. Plus. It, we're going to break, but we can continue it after the break, but we got a minute, but we're, I want to continue right after the break and then we keep going. Sorry about that. And no, absolutely. I'm trying to keep an eye on the, on the clock as well for you for our breaks. Um, but mindset, and this is what we'll come back to, mindset is not an essence or just a simple fleeting feeling. You nailed one of my favorite words for it, and it is an algorithm. 
and, and that's where the personal development gets personal is how do you figure out your algorithm? That is everything. Uh, I love it. Love it. Love it. And it's so true. And uh, I can't wait to, to expand upon this here. Uh, you're listening to Paul Blanchard. He is the president of Ogbondino Leadership Institute. Uh, we're talking about making personal development personal again, and we're really getting into the some of the things that people have been led to believe up to this point, what personal development is, what mindset is, what certain habits and how they work. And really, Paul is really enlightening us today on a new, uh, not a new insight, but really well, the way it works. And when we come right back, we're going to talk a little bit more about mindset and what that can mean for you. We'll be right back after the break. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back. Uh, we're here with Paul Blanchard, the president of Aug Mondino Leadership Institute, and we're talking about making personal development personal again. So if you're just joining us, 
we spent the first uh, part of the show talking about uh, the concept of habits, and uh, and we're going to actually learn a little bit more on how we can really hone in on our habits and really really define them more clearly when we talk about the Habit Finder profile. But Paul, where we left off, we were talking about the algorithm of, of the mindset. And a lot of times people have a misperception of what mindset really is and how it really works. And we use the cryptocurrency analogy to kind of explain it. Let's expand upon that a little bit more for, for the listeners as to how to go about understanding that algorithm. Got it. I, I had the opportunity to, to visit with, um, uh, with a mutual friend of ours, Jason Cisneros, uh, incredible human being, who talked about uh, thinking from the gut is he called it giving up thinking <laughs> for the for the acronym <laughs> of gut there and that's that's one of the challenges that we've got is everyone's trying to develop and find success just based on a, a gut feeling well it, going back to what Og wrote 50 years ago in the greatest sales in the world he talked about how one of the keys to success is being master of your emotions because they're always going to be different in fact, he even addressed personality, which is one of the reasons we don't really push a whole lot of personality tests or anything like that is because you wake up with a different one every day. A yeah. personality test is going to give you a great indication of what the trends are in the most common traits of that personality that you wake up with, uh, but that's really an opportunity to, to dive in deeper than just guts and feelings. It's about deploying everything. It's about deploying awareness. It's about deploying uh, reality and results and perspective, uh, and it's about deploying feedback. Really, you want to find a way to surround yourself with with things that challenge you counterintuitively because I've found that what most people want in their lives, Chris, is right behind what they're resisting most. And for a lot of entrepreneurs out there, a lot of business leaders and influencers, there is this amazing drive to create success but with that gift of that very active, very visual mind is the ability to rationalize everything. And I, w- I once broke down, just, just got into the dictionary and said, okay, what does it mean to rationalize? And it was really interesting to find that. It said it means to use logic, plausibility, or reason. Okay, all those things sound pretty reliable, yeah. even when it's not true or appropriate. Meaning when you're in a, rational, a rationalization mode, your brain, especially your unconscious mind, your, your lower brain, it gets referred to colloquial, uh, in colloquial terms, your limbic system, um, is, is, it's hard-coded to do one thing and one thing only, and that's to keep you safe. That's all it wants to do, and it, which sounds nice, except that keeping you safe for your brain means keeping you predictable. Yeah, However, it's like the fight or really flight. Yep. Mind, yes, Exactly. Um, fight or flight, all or nothing. I mean, it's, it's, it's really not a whole lot of options, but very effective ones in terms of protecting you. Um, but then you take influencers, entrepreneurs, uh, business leaders, the people that are going to be listening to this show, and statistically, we know because we've measured it scientifically that over 96% of them have very overactive minds. And if those minds get trained to rationalize, it, it's like trying to change without any transformation. It's like trying to grow without any resistance. It's, it's, it's all, and that's where, that's where I get the adversarial feelings towards breakthroughs and ahas. That's where our mind starts to convince us we're doing all these things differently. But at the end of the day, 
because they're talking to you and me about not getting the results. They're not getting the results. Yeah. Yep. Point. Give it. If, see if you could point. If you had anybody you've worked with, you know that you could point out an example how that plays out. So I, I think if people hear a story, I think that might resonate even more because I love to see people really understand the true premise of what this is all about. Sure. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you one. I had a client who is. Uh, just a phenomenal uh, professional uh, golf instructor, just renowned and amazing. Uh, and, and he was so hard skills based. That was everything for him. So his, his algorithm for personal development was all hard skills. It was all tactic. It was all strategy. Yep. It was all everything. And, and deploying self-awareness and, and the soft skills and, and different things like that just weren't in the equation for him. They just weren't going to be a part of that because he had shown over and over again through this rationalization, self-fulfilling prophecy it becomes, that those things don't work, and that they don't work for him. And finally, we got an opportunity where we were able to work together, and within just a few sessions, I was able to show him how interconnected, we talked about the internal, external, and the systemic, the intrinsic, extrinsic, and systemic. When we put all three legs on the stool, it was one of those I didn't know what I didn't know moments. Suddenly, soft skills weren't soft anymore because the only reason they were soft is because he put them on an island. He didn't connect them to what comes to him naturally. He didn't rationalize them away. And so really that's, that's going back to what this whole conversation is about, Chris, and making personal development personal again, is how well and how expertly are you challenging your own assumptions, your own rationalizations in terms of what works and what doesn't, because the counterintuitive, we were just chatting about this briefly on the break, the counterintuitive nature of growing oneself is really important to take into account. If you're really getting stuck in this is the way it is, Guess what's going to show up? That reality. Exactly. And if that reality isn't serving you, we have to go and to borrow a word that you use because it just it really hits hits home for me. You, you go to the root of that. That's something you do at, yes. at an amazing level to serve your people because you know any other advice you have, and you've got phenomenal advice. You, you're in your you do what you do and have created what you have for a reason. But it doesn't matter if you didn't get to the root because you know it's not sustainable, which is, you know, by the title of the show, exactly what we're doing here. It's so true. I mean, like I said, what you were saying, and that's a great example. And listeners, if you're listening to this, you know, try to think about your own situation, uh, what Paul just said. And, you know, if you got to listen to this over again, that's the beauty about this show being on demand, that you can listen to the show over and over again. And obviously this on demand uh, uh, version of the show will be available later today. So, Paul, like, what would be some advice that you would, you know, people listening, how they could go about, you know, putting this all together to really understand how they can make this work for themselves to better understand that, like maybe a step-by-step process so they can, uh, you know, change the way they think and, you know, and look at this in a different way. Got it. Um, Obviously, I'm going to be biased. Just my first step for most people is technological, um, and that's the habit finder. Um, whether you work with, with, you don't have to work with me. If you're working with Chris, awesome, like two thumbs up there. You're working with any of his associates, you're working with uh, anybody out there that you follow and you appreciate, it's going to be really important that you have a map. And we've spent 15 years and thousands of hours building a scientific tool 
that objectively measures where you begin. It, it is a, a measurement of your unconscious patterns of thinking. It's like an MRI or an EKG of your unconscious mind. And it's online. It takes you less than 20 minutes to finish it. And it gives an expert who's handling it, like myself, over six quadrillion variables of information. Now, you don't need to be worried about six quadrillion variables. That's just what's allowed us to establish patterns. Because yep. you can have your opinions, you can have your your perceptions, but perceptions and opinions against science and math, science and math is going to win every time because it's based in data. It's not based in how you're subjectively experiencing it. So I would start there and, and finding a way to, to really deploy a deeper objective level of self-awareness is, is huge. The second is surrounding yourself with people like, like you, surrounding yourself with people that are doing what you want to do, that, that are sharing feedback with you for the right reasons, that can provide an opportunity to listen to you without needing to fix you, that are, are, have the proof in the pudding, because the people that are around you are, are critical, absolutely critical in terms of creating a higher level of awareness and, and being able to show up in the world as your true self more often and to be able to stay in that space longer. So my first recommendation is to measure it. Um, granted, I, I think the best way to do that on the planet, and about 100,000 other people would agree, is the Habit Finder, um, which right now for your listeners can take for free if they go to habitfinder.com, depending on when they're listening to this. Um, to be able to That'd take be great. that. And we're, we're going to we're gonna mention it again at the end of the show as well. We'll make sure that everybody knows where to find this, and uh, I'll definitely be putting that out uh, on the on-demand as well. Absolutely, and it's going to give so much traction to what they hear on this show, not just me on this show, anyone you've had on this show, to what you, you, you give to the world and the way that you serve and, and the insights you have to share. When you have a map of what's really going on under the surface, because, you know, you go into the hospital and a doctor will pull out a stethoscope and you say you have chest pain and they're going to listen to your heart first. Then after that, they're going to do a, an EKG. Then after that, they're going to do an echocardiogram. Then after that, they'll do an, an angioplasty to, to make sure that your heart is working properly. The reason they have to go through so many steps, though, is because each one costs significantly more and we've got the whole challenges of insurance and, and all of that bureaucracy and everything else. The Habit Finder gives us an opportunity to get right to, you know, no pun intended, the heart of the issue, scientifically measured. So now, however you want to deploy that tool, if you go use it in, in another program, rock and roll, that's awesome, that's great. If you need to take it deeper with us, we'll help you do that. But that measurement is key because, as, as Peter Drucker, the, the father of management, said, if you can't measure it, you can't improve it. It's impossible. And so finding a way to really measure it and to measure it consistently and as objectively as possible is really, really important. And then from there, it's, it's going to be a, a willingness to surround yourself with the right people and a willingness to challenge your own ideas. Because the number two reason that personal development isn't personal for a lot of people, the number two reason it doesn't work for most people is because they don't really want what they want. Uh, they're more. They want what they. They want what they want with somebody else. To, what they think they have, right? Would that be the case? Yeah, that that certainly plays a big influence in it. It it and that what that creates is the crux of the issue, which is they they're more in love with the idea of what they want, 
than the realization of what it actually takes. Mel Robbins, yes. uh, the five-second rule, I'm a huge fan of Mel's. Um, I, I heard her summarize this perfectly the other day when she said, I wanted a six-pack, or I thought I did, until I realized I didn't want to not have a Mai Tai tonight, and I didn't want to get up and go to the gym tomorrow morning. And, and that's, I mean, it was, I've never heard it put so simply, this concept I've been trying to help people grab onto, that if what you want is not showing up in your life, then you it's not what you really want. <laughs> not, on a, not what you really want, like on a quantum level, like where it really matters. Absolutely. And, de- and, de- and there, you, you know, it ties back to what we talked about in the first part of the show when you talked, when we were talking a little bit about the mindset. And, you know, and then we're, we were talking about, you know, not only is it philosophical, but it's biological. And that both of those have to be in play if you really want it, because it can require energy. And energy is going to affect both uh, the way you think and also how you apply that in action, which, you know, includes your body moving and doing something. So, uh, exactly. you know, talking, whatever like the case may be. We're playing sports, Chris, and, and like especially baseball is a perfect example. What's, what's the number one tip to catching and hitting a ball? To keep your eye on the well, ball, I mean, right? Buying the ball. It's all eye-hand eye coordination, yeah. Yeah, keep your eye on the ball because it's amazing. When your mind locks on to something, it's amazing how even someone who does not have the trained skill of hitting it or catching it suddenly can do it exponentially better when their mind is on the ball. That's what's happening uh, on a much deeper unconscious level is people's eyes aren't on the ball of what they really want. They just think that it is. And that rational mind kicks in and convinces them that, oh, yeah, that's what, that's what we want. But really, the, the mind has a different agenda. It's trying to keep you predictable. And to be able to learn yeah. something it doesn't currently know or stretch your boundaries or get out of your comfort zone is as unpredictable as it gets. So it's going to keep distracting you from keeping your eye on the ball as much as you can. It, 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 you've got to figure out that algorithm for you, and it can be as simple as just breaking down, why do I want what I want? And if, what you, if, the, if the why is based in escaping from something versus engaging in something, it will haunt not, you the rest of your life. Absolutely. I think like another thing, you know, if we were to kind of phrase this, I think a lot of times people fall in love with the, the outcome itself, right? The outcome of what they think this is going to do for them, but they're not engaged in the process, what it's going to take to yield that outcome. They want the outcome, but they don't want to be engaged in the process. Yeah, we, 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 we live in our minds and we tolerate reality. That's, that's why we fall in love with outcomes because we can play outcomes, we can play those out in our mind vividly. Like so vividly, we've, we, we've measured this too, over 98% of entrepreneurs are vivid visionaries. Uh, that's almost, that's virtually everyone uh, that is, calls himself an entrepreneur, an influencer, independent thinker, whatever the case is, that kind of mindset, has the ability to to visualize in their mind so vividly that it can create a physical reaction in their body as if it was actually occurring. What a great trick for your mind that wants to keep you predictable to play. Hey, I just figured out that if I can get me to just dream about outcomes and physically experience the the dopamine, the norepinephrine that's going to pay off in that, but then not ever actually have to do the work to get them, that my life gets to stay predictable because then I'm just going to feel like I'm changing rather than actually changing. And, and that's where that gift gets the best of us. And you summed it up perfectly as we get caught up on, on thinking about what life's going to be like after 
and then we never get the inspired, passion-driven work to get there. Uh, so true. So, I mean, if you what you just heard from Paul, um, folks, again, if you're not where you want to be, you have to really examine what you're going after. Is it truly what you want? You have to ask yourself a lot of questions and really be honest with yourself, not overanalyze it or overthink it or project something because you feel that, you know, you have to do something because somebody else is doing it and they have the success. It may not be your area for where you need to go to have that success. It could be somewhere else. So it's so important uh, that you brought that up. Well, because I see a lot of people struggling with that on a daily basis, no matter if it's in their business, uh, with their wellness, with relationships, whatever the case may be. All of these principles apply to the same. So um, we're listening to Paul Blanchard. After the break, we should talk about the two most dangerous goals that that your listeners can have. Okay, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. So, folks, if you're still listening, you got to come back. We're listening to Paul Blanchard, president of Augmundino Leadership Institute, and we'll be right back after the break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866- 
472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back. If you're just joining us again, we are we here with Paul Blanchard, the president of Mondino Leadership Institute. And we've been talking about making personal development personal again. And we've been talking about habits, disciplines, mindset, and some of the things that you perceive what those mean are actually the opposite. So it's very important that if you are just joining us, that you definitely stay on to the end of the show, but go back and listen to the on-demand version. And we also encourage you to highly take advantage of the Habit Finder profile, which Paul will be giving information on where you can download for free. This creates a foundation to really find out below the surface what's going on with your your habits of thinking. So, Paul, you know, where we left off, what would you say the, you know, the two most dangerous goals are that apply to independent entrepreneur influencer in terms of thinking? Got it. And and this has been a really interesting finding because it's data-driven. This is not my opinion. This is not my, my semantic attack or anything like that. It is is understanding that we were we were just talking before the break about really wanting what you really want. I have no doubt that you've got a lot of people out there that want to want what they want, <laughs> as strange as that sounds, but don't understand how to bridge the gap into getting it into the, the intrinsic, the extrinsic, and the systemic levels that are actually going to allow it to manifest or to be created is far more appropriate to be created in their life. And two of the challenges... The two top challenges that I face from the, the tens of thousands of clients that, that, that we work with um, is the, the, number, the number one goal that if you want to, to frustrate the process of creation and success in your life, have a goal of financial freedom. Mm. And number two is have the goal of time freedom. I have seen what? those two goals, data-driven, do more damage to people uh, than anything else in terms of frustrating the process. And, and if you want to, if you want to make it an incredible uphill battle with skis on and a landslide to try and climb the mountain of your success, have those be your two top goals. Wow, and that is so true. Because again, would you safe to say that when you say financial freedom and time, right? Having that again, that is tied to an outcome. They, you know, they're focused on the outcome, but they're again not engaged, or you know, do they really want this, or they are not engaged in the process itself? And that mm-hmm. is, would that be safe to say the way I'm hearing that? Exactly, because creation, what, creating any worthy goal in your life, creation at its core is about engagement. You engage to create. You can't avoid things to create. You can't run away from things to create, and, and you can't. Uh, manipulate and leverage things for to that end either to create it. It is a total commitment and engagement that allows us to create. And the challenge with financial freedom and time freedom is they are antithetical to creation because most people, and this is where the data gets challenging because it's, it's going to feel, people will feel defensive to what I said about financial freedom and time freedom. And on a cognitive level, they'll be able to explain to me what they really mean by financial freedom and time freedom. But I'm not measuring the impact it's having on your life on a cognitive level. I've been measuring these two goals on an unconscious level. And the way they show up in your unconscious mind, 99% of the time, for entrepreneurs, influencers, creators is what we call them, 
is it shows up as an avoidance mentality. I want to make enough money so that I don't have to worry about money anymore. Chris, do you know anyone that has made a ton of money that has the success you and I would want to emulate that doesn't worry about money anymore? Like it's not a skill or a discipline for them. It's just kind of, it's like ducktails and Scrooge and just swimming in it. It, it, it It doesn't work that way. No, the way they not at got all. there was engaging money. They didn't. They didn't want money so that they could avoid what they're usually experiencing now, and that's limitations or stress that's tied to money. They, it's the same thing. Like for example, we we work with a lot of people building home based businesses, which is is a phenomenal arena to be in in terms of getting yourself filleted wide open as a human being because uh, it, it's going to expose everything for you when you're trying to do that. And the challenge is you've got so many people there that are trying to help enough people so that they don't have to deal with annoying people anymore. That is, at its core, wanting something you don't really want. Because if you want to help people and there's any sense that that you can't wait till you don't have to deal with people anymore, especially annoying people and any kind of – you're getting into an avoidance mentality. You are disrupting the scientific natural flow of creation, which requires – an intention, a deep intention to engage in life. And yeah. yet our very active minds, especially with the advances of technology and the accessibility of information, are so obsessed with ease and shortcuts and working smarter rather than harder. Well, all you did was trade out hard work for smart work, and now you've got a depleting resource. Imagine if you worked hard and smarter and doing so properly, finding the algorithm you and I have been talking about, and the yep. work doesn't get any less hard. It just starts to feel less hard. That's The financial freedom and time freedom is a feeling. It's not actually reaching that pedestal that, that is really how you get there because the discipline and at, at the core of all of this, the habit are there to sustain it. And anytime the habits are there, you and I both know that something that was hard starts to feel easy, even though we're doing it even more now or even more aggressively. But when the habits are there, it doesn't feel as hard. It doesn't feel as boring or repetitious or mundane or grinding. And and the feeling is what people are after, but they don't have the right formula to create it other than this idea of this land that doesn't exist, which is the fantasy land of financial freedom and time freedom. That is so true. That is so true. And, and, and yeah, those are like the words that... You know, when we looked at making personal development personal again, and we talked about how it's gone to like where it's just a marketing pitch, you know, that's what marketers do. It's all a financial freedom, have more time, and that's what people buy into, not really knowing what that really means to them. You know, they just get caught up in, you know, somebody else having that, and I want that too, but how am I going to go about doing that? And like you said, if it's, if that intention is not coming from within, and those thoughts and those actions and what are not in alignment, and they're not engaged in the process, then that's where struggle is. This is where people see, you know, they experience that disconnect, and they get frustrated. And uh, that yeah, was I spot could put, on. Like subtitles or translator up for the majority of people that I talk to. Paul, I, I, I want to do better at this. I want to do better at that. I want to accomplish this. I want to accomplish that. If we put them through this, this unconscious mind data that we have, what actually is coming out on the other end and the interpretation is, I want my life to be easier. I want my life to be easier. I want my life to be easier. And until you shift that core intention, that core idea, 
um, then you're you're going to continually be frustrated and starting back at square one or feeling like you're in a hamster wheel or, or like you're so close, you can feel it, taste it, and touch it, but you never really acquire it. You never really get it because at its core, you're, you're trying just to figure out how to get an easier life when because that's what you've perceived is the end goal back to the the conditioning of, of the marketing pitch because discipline and habits and hard work are just not sexy. They don't sell. As they much don't as sell. We resonate it, it, with it, them. Yeah, they don't sell. No, it's so true, Paul. I mean, it's something like again, you know, when you talk about process, people are like, no, I don't want that. I want, I want the out. Well, in order, in order to get there, you got to have the process, and you, and 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 that outcome that you desire is it really what you want to do? You may want the outcome, but it, but it may not be what you want to do. And that's the thing I think where, like you said, where people experience the struggle, they, they get caught up in all the media hype and, and, and how things should be and how they, how others are achieving this. But what people don't know is that those people that do truly experience that or have seen it, they, what the hard work, the, the, the blood, sweat and tears that it went into it, but they were committed to the process from day one. They were engaged. They, they, they had, they, they had true authentic intention of manifesting that. So that is so important. I think what people lose grip or lose connection with. Absolutely. And that's the litmus test. There's going to be so many people hearing this that are going to go, yeah, I really want it. I'm ready for the hard work. Well, I'm not looking for life to be easier. Well, is what you want showing up? If it's not, then there's some things going on in your unconscious mind, that other mind like Ogmandino wrote about that makes you act in ways you do not comprehend that you are not shifting. You're not getting to that root and that's really what's what's going to matter. It's as simple as that. It's either showing up in your life or it's not. If it's not, then it's not what you really want on the level that you're going to want to be able to want it, if that makes sense. And really understanding that is, is the critical importance of surrounding yourself with great people like Chris and, and Davey and, and other great mentors and great people that, that you can be around and being able to scientifically measure it the way we now can with the Habit Finder you start deploying those kinds of things and challenging your own assumptions about what you think you want, step back every day and say, is what I wanted what showed up today? And you're going to be in awe of how many frustrations, disappointments, depressing, anxious, difficult things you deal with that are there because on an unconscious level, you wanted them there. You needed them there. No, so true. So true. And, and so what do you think, you know, I mean, we got a couple minutes, you know, because I want to give some time to, to talk about where people can find you and everything. So when we talk about making personal, to kind of wrap it all up, Paul, making personal development personal again, what do you feel the, the industry has to do? do that we got to start looking at the reality of what personal development and success are to, you know, to people, you know, the, again, engaging the process. What do you think we, we have to, how we go about doing that? I think at the top of the list has got to be love, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. But it, what's interesting about it being love is as soon as I said that, every single listener has a different idea of what that means. And in the English language, there's only one word for love. In the Greek language, there's multiple words for love for good reason. Um, but the highest level of which in, in Greek is referred to as agape love. Now, it's since been associated with, with God's love, but that's, it, it originally is roughly translated as a heightened level of awareness. Agape love, which Og wrote about 50 years ago when he said is the greatest secret to success 
in all ventures. And without it, I am no more than just a peddler in the marketplace. I'm not talking about warm, cuddly, soft blanket, love, romantic love, brotherly. I'm talking about a heightened level of awareness, meaning a continual, infinite pursuit of accuracy. Because we've learned through data that when you love someone, it's because you see them accurately. When you don't love someone, it's because you don't see them accurately. When you love yourself, it's because you see yourself accurately. When you don't love yourself, it's because you don't see yourself accurately. So if we're going to start anywhere, we've got to start there. And I don't mean this ethereal, altruistic, or idealistic idea of love, turn the other cheek, all that. No, sometimes love is sharp. Sometimes love is edgy, but it's clear, and it's, it's clear at its highest level. Uh, it's powerful, powerful. You, I want everybody to really take note of that that's listening and that will be listening. Paul, how can people find you and, and let, let the listeners know where you're going to be in the next couple of weeks? Because uh, especially, you know, I, I, when people can hear you live, I think it's really going to even resonate even more. Talk about a little bit about where people can, where you're going to be and where people can find you. Absolutely. Um, in the immediate, you can find me on social media. You can follow me personally. I don't have a public figure page because I just I, I really like the personal side of my personal page that I get to mix my professional side in with. Uh, you can follow us on Augmentino on Facebook um, as well. Uh, we're going to be in Reno next week on Friday and Saturday in the Reno South Tahoe area, uh, as you mentioned at the uh, at the El Dorado at the Success GPS event. This is an event I've I've heard about. And I had the opportunity of meeting the, the founder of the event um, in Los Angeles a few months ago and, and led to an invitation to speaking. I'm really excited to be at this event because of people like you, Chris, and, and the other incredible leaders that are going to be there. When, when you're looking for the real deal, you're looking for people that are there to invest in you, and, and they're not driven by hoping they're going to be able to sell you, um, then, I mean, I, I have... I, I, I hate the way this sounds, but I just want to be real. I have way more profitable activities to do than go to, to Reno for two days in terms of making money. I'm, I'm, I'm going there to make impact because all the people like yourself are there to make impact, and that fuels me. That feeds me. So I hope people get the opportunity to join us if they can, like you said, yep. a short flight or a drive over to Reno, and then habitfinder.com. It's right now your listeners can go there for free. Habitfinder.com, you can meet with one of my specialists for free. These are not salespeople. These are specialists who all day, every day, yep. spend time supporting people and understanding that report deeper. And so take it for free. Get with one of the specialists because you're going to look at it like a personality test, and it's not. And get an opportunity to see just how deep that rabbit hole goes. Great. Paul, I want to thank you so much for, for taking time out of your busy schedule to be, be with us today. And I look forward to sharing the stage with you next week at the success GPS event. I think, uh, we're, you know, us as influencers are going to offer a lot of value and, and it's really about making a difference in our world. And we want to thank you listeners for always tuning in each and every week. And we want to uh, wish everyone a, a wonderful rest of your Thursday and have, and you deserve all the prosperity that life uh, offers, but you got to go out and make it happen. Engage in the process. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.